Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters here in sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm Lee Sanger Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet. First, the news brought to you by LGR Liberal Guilt Radio. News outlets and social media are abuzz with details regarding the drop of the highly anticipated Mueller report, which includes conclusions from special counsel Robert Mueller on whether the Trump campaign colluded with Russians in the 2016 campaign or obstructed justice after taking the oath of office. The report has become such a hit that Bob Mueller has signed an exclusive deal with Home Box Office, HBO, to turn the text into an eight-part miniseries. In response to the clamoring of snowflakes and social justice warriors, HBO has opted for a gender-bending, race-blind casting approach, and Octavia Spencer has signed on to play the president with Oscar Isaac in a supporting role as Omarosa Monengolt. The Mueller report has been such a success with readers that fans of the work are already demanding a sequel. For his part, the reclusive special counsel has gone into a self-imposed exile and viewers are worried that the HBO series will soon outpace its literary inspiration. The Trump administration, however, has told readers not to worry that the next chapter of sordid chamber intrigue will be even more compelling than the last. For Liberal Guilt Radio, I'm completely naked right now. Thank you. That news brought to you by our affiliates at LGR, Liberal Guilt Radio, thanks to a generous donation from the Paper Street Soap Company. Paper Street Soap, we have just lost cabin pressure. Now, let's turn to local news. As a Southern California resident, I spend the majority of my time sitting in traffic or waiting in line at Disneyland, and as a Disney shareholder, an annual pass holder, or anal assholder, as we refer to ourselves, I am both terrified and delighted at the recent power moves from the House of Mouse, specifically their purchase of 20th Century Fox and the imminent arrival of Galaxy's Edge, their Star Wars-themed attraction, opening next month in Disneyland. Additionally, the Disney Corporation is poised to dominate the box office during both the summer and holiday season, with Avengers Endgame opening next week and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker to follow in December. Now, sci-fi fandom has been torn asunder as of late by various controversies in the world of Marvel and a galaxy far, far away. Now, some are pleased with how the House of Mouse has handled the properties and others worried that these beloved IPs are being fucked out and dragged through the mud. Now, of course, opinions are like assholes. They're full of shit, and I'm not interested in yours. But in the spirit of this show, I thought I'd open the phone lines to uh, you, the listeners. So first, let's go to Monica Telchucci in Burbank, California. Monica, you're talking on the internet. Thanks, Lee. First-time listener, long-time caller. Uh, okay. Now, I'm personally really excited for the next Avengers movie. And why is that, Monica? Uttered exhaustionly. I've been waiting for these fucks to die for years. I'm sick of these goddamn movies. They're too entertaining, and frankly, I need to get on with my life. My husband and I spend our entire day arguing about fan theories regarding Thanos. Oh, my, my kids are, are constantly cosplaying, and, and I've had to call the cops on my neighbors numerous times because they prefer the DC Universe of films. This 
has to stop. Wow, so uh, you're excited to see this phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe end because you like it too much? That's right, Lee. Well, you realize they're just going to move on to the next phase of the series. They've they've already greenlit a new Black Panther picture, and there's another Spider-Man movie on the way. I mean, aren't you worried that these new films will take up just as much of your time? Not at all, Lee. My family is extremely racist, and we prefer the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films. Wow, I'm not sure what part of that statement is more worrisome, but... Thank you for your call, Monica. Uh, let's move on to Blake Cunningham calling from Watitsi, Wyoming. Blake, you're talking on the internet. Thanks, Lee. I just want to say how excited my family is for the new Star Wars land. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Exactly. My family's been planning a trip all year, and we're going to be in there in August. Full costume, lightsabers a-blazing, and blasters a-buzzing. The force is strong in our family. Well, that's exciting. So so you're flying out in August. Oh, no. We're already here waiting in line. Uh, so you're going to be waiting in line for four months to get into Disneyland. Uh-huh. When we bought our tickets, they told us to get right in line. Wow. And uh, where does the line begin, Blake? Uh, it begins at Universal Studios. Okay, so... You're telling me that the line for Disneyland now begins at a competing theme park uh, in a different town? Yep, you have to wait in line through the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and then take the 101 to the 5 and bam, we're there. That seems excessive. You know, it's not badly. Uh, Disney is really great at theming, so in some ways, waiting in line is the most fun part. All right, well, may God have mercy on your soul. May the force be with you, Lay. Thanks, Blake. Uh... Now we have someone on the line who has an opinion that strongly differs from the Cunningham and Telchucci families. Uh, Connor Kincaid from Castaic, California. Connor, you're talking on the internet. Thanks, Lee. Now, if I'm to understand, your family prefers the Six Flags theme park, which is the Daniel Baldwin of Southern California amusement parks, correct? That's right, Lee. And you also prefer the DC Universe of Films, which offers a more dark, serious, and sober interpretation of comic book superheroes. Isn't that right? Precisely. And... You are a season pass holder at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Now, the now is this a financial consideration? Not at all, Lee. My family owns a successful jet ski company uh, in Santa Monica. We simply feel that the rides at other theme parks are too safe and not terrifying enough. Is that right? Yeah, the Six Flags rides do a much better job at simulating the feeling of imminent death. And that's a good thing? All right, so my family suffers from a rare pituitary disorder where we can only feel emotions if our bodies are convinced we're about to die. So being suspended upside down and dropped from terrifying heights at Six Flags is literally the only way we can feel. Wow. And, and then there's the added benefit that many of these rides are named after classic DC superheroes and villains like Batman, Superman, the Joker, the Riddler. Right, and you enjoy DC because these films are darker, correct? No, 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 you got that mixed up. My favorite interpretation of Batman is Adam West. We like the fact that Six Flags is literally darker. Uh, other theme parks are well lit to assure the safety of their guests and prevent them from engaging in illegal activities. Uh, but by contrast, there are numerous areas in Magic Mountain that get extremely dark once the sun goes down and become a haven for gang activity. Uh, my son and I have been assaulted with crudely fashioned prison ships during multiple visits. Well, that's an interesting opinion. Thanks, Connor. No problem, Lee. Now, to round out today's call is uh, a call from Bruce in Pasadena. 
Bruce, you're talking on the internet. Well, hello, my witless chum. I just wanted to say that the best comic book movie is Lego Batman, and the best theme park is Lego Land. Yes, well, a theme park built entirely out of plastic bricks is still safer than the parking lot at Magic Mountain. Uh, thanks for your call, Bruce. Uh, you're welcome, Lee. I'll see you next week. Same podcast website, same podcast. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thanks for tuning in. From everybody here at uh, Handsome Headquarters, I'm Lee Sanger-Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet.